0: Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce to you Lexi Tavares. Lexi Tavares is one of our guest speakers at the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit, which you should definitely register for. It is launching the first week of October and you definitely wanna be there. It's a place for inspiration and motivation on your raw food journey. Um, if you're into plant living, high raw food, if you're already on the journey, but you are interested in taking this passion and making it into a career, whether as an employee or as an entrepreneur, we have all of the things for you, all of the inspiration, motivation, information, education on this summit. So you can go to the rawfoodhealthempowermentsummit.com and sign up and register today. But back to today's episode, we are talking to Lexi. Lexi's one of our guest speakers on the summit. Like I said, she's on day one where we're talking about eating clean and she's so positive and fun, super fun. And she just didn't wake up one day and was like this, right? She has her own um, history and health journey. She lost 70 pounds in three months and was featured in Women's Health Mag about her transformation and which of course she did on a raw foods diet. And so that's what we're gonna be talking about today, but not just really um, her, her weight loss testimony, but the other things she said about the mental health aspect, some of those issues that she was dealing with addiction, smoking and things like that, and how raw foods helped her recover from all of that. So definitely make sure to share this with friends and family you know, who are dealing with general generalized anxiety disorder, um, or any kind of anxiety, or overweight, has weight to lose, excess fat to lose, or is dealing with smoking addiction, um, this episode, I think, will be really inspirational. Lexi, thank you for joining us on the Raw Food
1: Health Empowerment Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yes, it's nice talking to you again. The first time we talked was doing the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit, and we'll talk more about that later on. But I wanted to hear about your um, past. I read that you suffered with extreme depression and anxiety for a couple years. How were you able to recover from that?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. So it's been quite a journey. I started dealing with anxious thoughts and generalized anxiety disorder when I was in high school, so probably around age 15, 16, and I had just moved halfway across the country with my family, so it was a little challenging making new friends halfway in high school. And I remember you know, trying to reach out and and talk about these feelings. And I was kind of met with, like, you're just stressed, just deal with it kind of dialogue. So what I ended up doing was coping through alcohol and marijuana use. And that was my main coping mechanism for a decade, I'm telling you. And, you know, throughout this time, I also eventually was able to seek therapy and counseling with a licensed therapist. And while I'm sure that there are amazing therapists out there, the people that I was seeing, um, I just didn't really find a lot of value in the methods that they were using. I felt like I was talking about the same thing over and over again without creating any new results or new coping mechanisms or um, you know, skills to deal with anxious thoughts as they arose. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of my my experience with anxiety and depression since the beginning was like, wow, this is something that is really difficult to live with. I feel scared to go out into the world or like so down that I'd rather just stay in bed. And the only options out there are not really helpful. So that was like, really, really difficult to live with, really frustrating to the point where I was having suicidal thoughts, like nothing really active, like I didn't have a plan to end my life, but I would um, like idealize if my life ended, how grateful I would be like, oh, if a car would just come hit me, that would be great. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to deal with this pain anymore. I know, right? Like really, really terrible that, you know, living in this world could be so, so painful. So,
0: um,
1: I went to college, I continued smoking heap loads of weed (laughs) and drinking to cope with these thoughts and these emotions and would, you know, stay in bed most of the day. Um, at one point during college, I, I, um, I got an incomplete in one of my semesters. I said, I just need to take a pause on life. I'll finish this schoolwork later. And I did go to a center for mental health, an inpatient center. So I was there for, I think, I don't remember, like three to five days. And I started to learn about mindfulness and, um, like introduction to meditation and communication skills. So that was probably the most helpful thing um, as far as like mental health skills that I learned. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, over time I chose to smoke again. It was easier just to smoke my problems away. And so this really was like an over a decade experience of dealing daily with both extremes of anxiety, like really worrying about the future and depression, like really um, mulling over the past and feeling worthless and hopeless. And on top of that, I'd have physical symptoms that were exacerbating this, you know, mental situation I was in. I mean, mind, body, soul, it's all connected. So it's of course, my body was experiencing the symptoms, but I'd have stomach aches, I'd have migraine headaches, I'd have just like, entire body pain, joint pain, muscle pain, just like aching, um, tension in my jaw, um, etc, etc. So really, really frustrating. And, and then Most recently I experienced a drastic weight gain around 2018. And that led to even further depressive thoughts and feelings of worthlessness. Like if it couldn't get any worse, now I hate myself for being overweight and feeling all of this on top of that. So, That's kind of an overview of my journey since my teenage years through my late 20s of battling anxiety and depression and and trying to work it out with talk therapy, kind of learning an introduction to mindfulness, but not really practicing that consistently. Um, And then I didn't really have any idea that it could be connected to other lifestyle markers like my diet um, or exercise or anything like that. At at one point, I did take pharmaceutical drugs to treat it. I took, uh, I don't know if I'll remember the names. Um, I don't remember, but I took a uh, anxiety and depression medication. I even was prescribed like a really small dose of an antipsychotic medication to help me wow. sleep. yeah, which in retrospect is like really wow interesting <laughs> choice um, that you know a medical professional would make to to help me deal with this situation. Um, and I also looked into like herbs and supplements. My mom was always like into the natural health food store looking for alternatives to to be helpful. So I think we looked into like St. John's ward and maybe some other um, alternative remedies too at some point. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of my journey. I just remember like how difficult everything was Sam like I wouldn't even answer my phone because I was scared to talk to people I literally would stay in bed as long as possible because everything just seemed to be doomed in my Mm -hmm. mind like it was going to be that bad so you know if anyone's listening to this and they can relate like it's okay I've been there I know how much it sucks and I also know like another way of living is possible and you know if it's not that bad and you're just dealing with mild anxiety thoughts like you know what's what's bad and what's good it's all how we're experiencing it and, and it can be really really real so I feel you I hear you and yeah thank you for letting me share
0: yeah I mean what a story I'm, I've I know like when I had my uh, raw vegan uh, restaurant in Chicago, we had a few customers that came in that talked about their experience of being, um, you know, they felt they were over prescribed as a young person, given these diagnoses um, for ADHD, bipolar, all of these types of things, you know. And then they find raw foods and nutrition, and then they start to reflect on, you know what was done to them the the they didn't really you know weren't of an age to have agency over their body they and they didn't know and kind of feel like you know they were abused in a way you know certain things were recommended and given to them that they wish weren't and i would love to know like your perspective on that like what do you feel made the biggest difference in your life for the folks who are who are going through this and dealing with it i heard mindfulness meditation do you think That was the ultimate, ultimate, like even over talk therapy and did talk therapy ever get to the root of why you needed the marijuana and all this stuff.
1: No. (laughs) And I just, a memory popped up as you were sharing that. I remember like one of the most recent, I mean, this was still like, I don't know, six years ago, the recent therapist I went to visit, I was trying to articulate what I was going through to her and how like anxious I was to leave my dorm room and how like doing anything I was overthinking it and worried about what other people were thinking about me and I was describing this one experience of like trying to put my headphones in so I could feel safe listening to music as I walked around and I like couldn't It was just so, so difficult to articulate. And she was like, I don't think I can help you. I have no idea what you're trying to say. And I was just like, oh my gosh, if this professional woman who's like trained to help people with anxiety can't help me, like I'm doomed. There's nothing that can help me. And so that was really disheartening. I mentioned like talking to some therapists where I would go to the session once a week. We'd talk about the same things. She'd hear me, I'd feel heard, but I didn't really feel like there was any re- resolution in sight. And I just was like, okay, I'll keep going about doing my thing the same way because I just get to talk about it. So, um, and you know, there are many different forms of talk therapy as well. So um, I really don't want to discount all of them. And that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say for me in my journey, I didn't really find what I was looking for through talk therapy. Um, the introduction to mindfulness meditation was amazing. And I do want to get back to that in a moment. I feel like I finally have been able to incorporate that practice into my life because of my raw food diet. Whereas mm-hmm. before it's something I kind of dabbled in. I'd try it for a couple of days and then I'd forget about it. And I'd try it again a couple of years later and then I'd forget about it. And I think most recently because of you know the raw food and, and looking at my health holistically, I am able to put all of these practices together in a way that helps me feel balanced and clear and in control of my thoughts and my emotions, whereas before I felt like a victim to them. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as like, do I feel abused by the pharmaceutical industry or the medical model? I personally don't. I think everyone is just doing the best they can with what they know. And I feel gratitude and appreciation to everyone who I've encountered in my life and on my journey. And I think everything has helped me learn and grow in my own way. And I like the learning lessons I do because then I can, you know, compare and contrast and see what's working and what didn't work and then share that with people who might be interested. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time, what I knew from commercials and from talking to my peers and talking to other people in my family was that there was medication that could help. And so that is, you know, what I had on my radar. And so when someone offered that, I felt like grateful that that they were willing to help me in that manner. Now, you know, yeah, it would have been nice if someone had shared how nutrition could help. I don't know if I would have been open to it
0: mm. at
1: that moment. Who knows? Who's to say? Um, the the end point for me is I'm grateful I found out when I did and that it's working for me now and that I was able to experience just a complete 180. And I do want to share about, you know, the first day that I incorporated a raw food lifestyle, and how differently I felt from the day two days a year before. It's like so remarkable that I will never forget this.
0: So first, tell us the trigger, though, because you, you were um, overweight, right? And you had this mental health issue going on. But what exactly caused you to even explore a raw food diet?
1: Yeah, so that's, the other gift of gaining the weight is that it was the impetus for me to make the lifestyle change that I feel so grateful for in all aspects of my life. So I, this this short story is, um, you know, I've been trying to lose weight for a while. I tried to control my portions. I tried to count calories. I tried to restrict food and just like starve myself. And then I'd binge because I was so hungry. And what happened was my sister who was living in Austin, Texas at the time called me one day and was like, Hey, I'm moving apartments. Can you come help me with the move? And I was like, yeah, I have nothing else going on. I'm literally just in bed all day, wasting my life away. And I love you. And you invited me. Yeah, I'm going to come help you out. So we booked the flight. And then I and then I realized, holy moly, my sister nor my friend, I used to live in Austin, Texas, a, like a year or two prior to that point. So I had a bunch of friends who lived there who knew me as like skinny, sexy Lexi. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want anyone to see me like this. I feel so embarrassed. So that was the kick in the booty for me to like, really, okay, I'm open universe. Like I'm ready for a sign. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to lose this weight as soon as possible. Cause I'm going to be in Austin in a month. So I, I think I just brought this up in conversation with my mom. And she was like, you know what you might like, you might like this, book that's been collecting dust on our shelves since like 1984 or something called Fit for Life by Harvey and Marilyn Diamond and it's not really a raw food book but like subliminally it kind of was to me it's kind of like introduction to natural hygiene for people who are accustomed to a standard American diet so it's a really pun intended, like easily digestible read and <laughs> we enjoyable. <love> the <laughs> I, do. I do. And it took me like three days to read it. Cause I just took my time and I enjoyed it. And at the end I was like, this makes so much sense. I'm going to start this tomorrow. So the recommendation was to eat fruit till noon, raw till four and a properly combined meal for dinner. And there, are um, like, In short, proper combination is like protein and veggies or starch and veggies. Like you never mix a protein and a starch. So that was like my intro to food combining fruit for breakfast, salad for lunch, healthy cooked food for dinner. So the first day I eat fruit for breakfast and I feel amazing because I was like a toast and butter and whatever breakfast kind like five pieces of toast kind of person <laughs> so I felt like juicy I felt energized and like I remember like having a smile and I hadn't had a genuine smile for so long and I had like the desire to go outside and like go for a walk which was weird like I didn't want to walk around anywhere because it was so painful like physically and so then I remember going outside to have a smoke because I would have a smoke before a meal after meal all the time just to like get through the day Mm -hmm. so I go outside and I'm like ready to light my smoke and I I could smell it for the first time in a long time I think my nose had just been like perpetually congested the smoking but i smelled it and i was like this smells disgusting like what am i doing and i had tried to quit smoking so many times over that past decade i even read that book by alan carr the easy way to stop smoking I went to nicotine anonymous, marijuana anonymous, like tried all of these things. And all it took was eating fruit for breakfast. I went outside and I was like, I have no desire to smoke. I have no need to smoke. That was the last time that I, I tried again since then. And I had the same experience, like, blah, gross.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's an amazing so- testimony. <laughs> I love that all from just one breakfast meal of fruit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It was amazing. And so then like by lunchtime, I was preparing to have a salad like I intended to for reading the book. And I just wanted more sweet fruit because it's sweet and delicious and yummy. And then dinner came around and it was time to cook the meal. And I was like, I just want a salad. So it was like an accidental discovery of a love of raw foods and I love that that is how it went it wasn't like oh like I need to eat raw foods because that's the right thing to do and that's gonna heal me it was like just okay I'm gonna start with this guideline of fruit for breakfast salad for lunch and this Mm -hmm. guideline of you know properly combining food for dinner and I just let my body tell me like this is working, keep doing this, do this because it feels good. Yeah. And that's what I've been following ever since. Yeah. I think
0: the two big things that stands out is one, you must have a good relationship with your mom. I'm assuming, because she's she's like the central figure that you bring up, like, you know, I talked to her about this and she gave me the book. And the fact that you read the book on her recommendation just shows that you trust her and whatever mm-hmm. she recommends, right? So there's that. And then secondly you know it started because you did not want people who knew you to see you look in a certain way so it had like a certain vanity aspect to it Mm -hmm. so that's how it was like accidental so i mean those things are really important to know like for me personally just trying to um create a culture of health as you know this is the theme that we talk about in the summit i asked all the speakers uh what do you think is needed to create a culture of health you know, learning what makes people change, like that behavior change, what makes them, what is that catalyst that's really, you know, crucial to them. And what I've learned even with the folks that in my family, like, you could be a doctor, uh, whatever, like, you could have all of the credentials, master's, PhD, it's not going to matter. Joe from down the street who you went to school with is the person that's going to get to you, like, you know, (laughs) that's going to make you change and be on the herbs and the raw foods, you know, which is really fascinating to me because like in the, from a, a professional perspective in amongst health coaches and other folks they feel like they need all of these credentials and certifications but that's not what's making people change. <laughs> you know. Um so I love your story. I love your testimony. I think that is so so amazing like the power of raw foods.
1: Yeah, thank you. I completely agree and it was such a surprise <laughs> journey that unfolded for me. So I'm I'm really grateful for how it all unfolded. I'm I'm grateful that I gained the weight so that I could come to this realization and release it. And, and not only did I release the weight really quickly, like more quickly than I've ever heard people release weight on any other program, but it healed all of these ailments that I had been suffering with for years, physically, mentally, soulfully, like, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'd been getting migraine headaches since I was five years old. And we had gone to the neurospecialist, the allergist, the pediatrician, and they did all the tests and they said, you're not allergic to anything. You're just stressed. So, you know, like what's a five-year-old stressed about? I don't know. Like the anxiety was there at a young age, who knows what I wanted to be like the best in kindergarten. I don't know. <laughs> um, but since February 2019, when I embarked on this journey, I haven't had a migraine headache. And, you know, that was like a part of my care routine is like, oh, migraine headache, pop an Excedrin, put a cold compress on my head, go to sleep and hope it's gone when I wake up. Like got to, got to leave school, got to leave work. Like no one wants to live like that, you know? And, and so, you know, feeling free of the anxious thoughts, the depression, like naturally feeling like grateful and like happy and energy, like desire to go outside and go for a walk. I even like was allergic to running. I say like, when we had to run the mile in school, I'm like, can I dance the mile? Like I just hate <laughs> running. And they're like, no, you have to do it. And and after starting eating fruits and, and salads, I had the desire to do the couch to 5K running program. And in uh, February, March, April, like in two and a half months, I ended up running my first 5K race for fun. Like no one was holding a gun to my head, making me do this. I just decided I wanted to do it. <laughs> and, you know, like feeling free of joint pain, you know, like I always had back pain and I'd go get massages, I'd get acupuncture and it just gone. Yeah. Just gone. It's that is amazing. so cool.
0: That is so cool. And I wish that for everybody listening to this episode, like that you eat a raw meal and it just changes your life,
1: (laughs) right? you know,
0: for the better. I love that. And you're such a positive person. That's why when I read about you suffering from extreme, you know, depression and anxiety, um, I was so shocked. I was like, what? No, not the same Lexi I just talked to, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows like why I'm not, I'm not that well-versed on, you know, the what the mental health wellness professionals professionals are saying about the cause of extreme depression and anxiety but physicians committee for responsible medicine just for you know further affirmation of what you're saying they have a lot of research that shows how food affects mood and fruits and vegetables in particular and with raw you know all these enzymes the enzymes specifically are is helps the the necessary metabolic function of our body so that it you know works properly. So from, from a scientific standpoint, like everything you're saying, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, that makes sense that all the lights would be turned on. Um, But it's just so amazing. Like, I just love that you're talking about it. And definitely every corner of the earth needs to hear about it. (laughs) Every corner of the earth to see what's possible. So we have the 2021 raw food health empowerment summit coming up and you are one of our guest speakers on the first day, we're talking about eating clean. And I'm super excited about it. You're such a a ball of positivity. And you come with it on the summit, which I really appreciate it. What are you most looking forward to uh, in the summit?
1: everything. I'm most looking forward to sharing stories, connecting with people that have an intention to improve their health, improve the health of the planet. I think it's just really exciting when there is that desire there. And even just like a little speck of curiosity and and being open in your mind and heart. And, you know, it it just brings up something you mentioned that earlier about how, you know, we might not listen to the person in the white lab coat with the list of credentials and qualifications, but we might listen to so and so down the street. And I think that really just goes to show how powerful it can be to share our story. And I think we connect with others through storytelling. And so I'm so grateful to share my story here with you now and to share on the summit and to hear everybody else's stories because that's how we connect and and resonate and pick up on things that we might not have thought of before and and then make choices to you know to to affect our lives or to affect our loved ones lives and so I'm just so excited that it's an opportunity to to share and, and sprinkle this this love with everybody. Yeah. Yes,
0: the positivity. And I and I love that the stories are putting color to um the raw food community because uh, you know, from the outside, a lot of folks look at raw foodies, like, oh, those people over there, I can't relate, because they're just, oh, you know, nature, nature, and like, <laughs> hippies, or whatever, and you feel there's like a disconnect, but you are a very real person with a very real history as to how you even got here, and so mm-hmm. now folks seeing you here, they, you know, it's they don't know the journey you had to take to get here, and now they get to see you are a real person, you're not just this you know, butterfly that fell from the, (laughs) from the sky, who's not dealing with real issues and real problems, like, like, literally real issues and real problems got you here. And Mm -hmm. um, you're walking living testimony. So I really appreciate you. How can folks connect with you online? I know you got some really great, like workshops and things coming up.
1: Yay. Yeah, thank you for asking. So I'm on Instagram as healthy dynamic life that's the main place I like to hang out. I also have a Facebook page to Healthy Dynamic Life and a YouTube channel, Lexi's Healthy Dynamic Life. But if you want to get in touch with me, definitely send me a DM on Instagram because I'll be there every day.
0: Awesome. And you have a workshop too that's coming up?
1: Are you talking about the Ross and Body Bootcamp? Yes. Yay! Tell us about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on the first of next month, we'll be starting Ross and Body Boot Camp, which is a 30-day program. And it's super duper fun. It is how I released 30 pounds in 30 days eating delicious, juicy, sweet, hydrating fruits, and yummy, yummy meals, having fun while exercising, a really beautiful community of rocking goddesses with accountability and support, and it's just a super fun way to give this lifestyle a try in a really fun and supportive community.
0: Yeah. Community is so important. And we talk about that too on the summit, like that literally is what is the trigger for many people staying on the lifestyle or, you know, getting off and going back on the junk food and all the stuff that doesn't really serve them. So thank you for holding space for people on their journey. And thank you for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much. It's truly my pleasure. I really appreciate you. And thank you to everyone who's listened so much love and gratitude.